Welcome to Life with Shanna, the podcast, where we learn practical ways to apply personal development and upgrade our everyday lives. Whether you're navigating a transition, reaching for your dream life, or learning to make you priority number one, I got you. Get ready to live your life on purpose, one episode at a time. Let's go. Hi, ladies. This week, we are going to talk about boundaries. Um, boundaries were, are kind of a big deal. People talk about boundaries all the time, about how you should have boundaries and, you know, what my boundary is and boundary that. And to be honest, for a long time, I, I wasn't really sure what they were talking about. Like I had an idea. I felt like I should know. Um, I thought it was important, but I didn't really know exactly what it was. So I'm going to share with you all what I learned about boundaries and, um, how, important I really do think they are now. So what are boundaries? Why do we want them? Well, the Oxford Online Dictionary defines a boundary as one, a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line, or two, a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. The boundaries that we're going to talk about today are mostly boundaries that are relating to our lives, things that are within our life. Um, So boundaries teach people how to treat us, how to live around us, and how to interact with us. Boundaries are not only about other people, but about how we relate to other people. What will we do? How will we behave? And what do we allow in our lives? Boundaries are not for controlling how other people behave. Boundaries are all about how we react to their behavior. People get to do whatever they like right? I mean, so do we. Just because we don't control others, though, doesn't mean that we don't communicate our wishes. It just means that if someone chooses not to grant us our wishes, we then get to choose whether we'll tolerate that or not. When boundaries become manipulation, so here's the crux. Boundaries become controlling and manipulative when we're asking for things that are not really related to a true personal boundary that we have and when they don't come from a place of love. For example, if, if you want your husband to do a chore like the vacuuming in the living room and he won't do it, you have like three options here. You can either have unvacuumed carpet, you can choose to get a new husband, uh, or you can find a new way to get the job done, right? I mean, ultimately, these are your three options. You don't have to try to manipulate your husband by saying something like, if you don't vacuum, I won't have sex with you. This is absolutely manipulation. It's not coming from a place of love. It's not to say that you can't be a tidy person and have boundaries uh, in your life about the tidiness, but you really cannot manipulate other people into following your way of life and doing what you want them to do. Uh, Again, you can ask for what you want from a place of love and your consequence or what you'll do should also come from a place of love. And protection for you, not punishment for the other person. I think that's probably the key there. Because if you see that not having sex with your husband is going to be punishment for him, it doesn't really protect you from the dirty carpet. You know what I mean? Um, So there are some different types of boundaries that we'll talk about. So there are physical boundaries, which are about your physical space and touching. There's emotional boundaries, which are related to our emotional lives and our emotional relationships. There's time boundaries, which come into play with our schedules and our calendars, how much time we give and how much time we allow. Maybe you have sexual boundaries, which are 
basically communicating what we like, what we're willing to do, and what we're willing to receive. And then, of course, the opposite of that, what we're not willing to receive, to do, or what, you know, what we don't like. There's intellectual boundaries, which are about what we believe, things like politics and religion. Uh, also, the right time and place for these respectful exchanges. And the last one I would say is material boundaries, which are about our things. Maybe you don't want to loan out your money. Maybe you don't want to loan out your shoes. These things are totally up to you. So those are the different types of boundaries. And I think if you stop and think about in your own life, you can find a lot of examples of all of those items. So how do we set a boundary? Well, number one, we have to know what our boundaries are. And uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But the first thing is we tell the person what you want from them, uh, what you want them to do or stop doing. And then the second step is to tell the person what you will do if they don't comply. So number one is tell the person what you want them to do or stop doing. Number two, you tell the person what you will do if they don't comply. And then number three, you follow through and do what you say you will do if they, if they don't comply. The most important part of having a boundary is doing what you say you will do. So we communicate the thing we don't want to allow in our lives to others, which was step one. We let them know our preferences and desires. We also let them know what we will do if these boundaries are crossed. That was step two. We do this and it teaches others who we are and what we tolerate and what we don't. But boundaries only work when we clearly communicate where our boundary is when it's crossed, and what we will do, then we must do what we say we will do if that is the case. Otherwise, your boundaries will be weak and people will not respect them. Sticking to what you say you will do can sometimes be harder than communicating your boundary in the first place. But trust me, you must stick to your word. Have your own back here. Some examples of personal boundaries. Uh, if your spouse raises his voice during disagreements and you don't like it, you can create a boundary to protect yourself. You tell him, I don't like when you raise your voice when we disagree. And if you do that, I'm going to leave the room. The next time he raises his voice to you during a disagreement, you then leave the room. Leaving the room is not to punish him, but to protect yourself. And you're doing it out of love for both of you. Another really obvious example of a boundary uh, is surrounding physical violence for me and most people, which is if someone hits me, I'm going to call the police. Simple as that. Uh, if someone were to offer me drugs, I would say no. This is a personal boundary. I'm always going to say no. Um, something that my husband and I have is my husband and I love to spend Sunday at our home alone. We don't have guests and we usually don't go anywhere. This is a boundary that's pretty well known in our community because we have no problem expressing it to people and people truly have no problem hearing it. Mostly they think, wow, I wish I could do that. Well, guess what? You can. It's called a boundary. And probably my most favorite boundary of all is about the fact that I love to entertain, but I am not a night owl. Sometimes I would have a party and then I'd end up miserable at the end of the night because I just wanted to go to bed. I started letting people know when I invited them that my party was from 6 to 10 p.m. So they knew when to call it a night. And even if I did have to remind them, they totally expected it and it wasn't a big deal. Now, people did laugh and tease me at first. Absolutely. Did some people grumble? Probably. 
but there was still no shortage of attendees at my get-togethers. And guess what? I get to go to bed at 10 p.m. I, my only regret is that I didn't think of it much sooner. Um, well, I love the description of boundaries like this. Property may have a fence as a boundary, and it's very easy to see. Our lives have invisible fences or boundaries that we create, and those are the ones that we have to set and communicate. Having boundaries in our lives is us taking ownership for them, us taking personal responsibility for our lives. Where in your life do you need to set firm boundaries? Where are the areas in your life where you're having arguments, frustration, or simply in constant struggle? These are where you need to start. I recommend you grab your journal and begin to list the areas you thought about just now and begin to define your personal boundaries surrounding them. See the three steps above and get going. Your life is about to become your own. Thanks for listening to this episode with me, Shanna Mills, Certified Professional Life Coach. If you want to learn more about my work and get your free quick start guide to creating your best morning routine, come visit me at lifewithshanna.com. That's lifewithshanna.com. See you next time.